What's up, everyone? Welcome to Humble Threads Season 2 Level Up Episode 50. It's the final episode of the year. As always, gang, we are a bi-weekly podcast that feels like you're hanging out with good friends, talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I'm Michael Hart. And I am David Graves. Yo, David, it, it, it's, it's been a good year. Like, the fact that we, we were able to cap out 50, uh, we should note that this is our off week. We wanted to make sure we could get this 50 in. But how how's the overall just like year felt um, for you at, um, on this podcast? I mean, well, like for for me in general this year, um, challenging um, as as well as Mike knows this this year has been challenging with hurdles, um, and we'll be diving into that on on some of our lists. But if you if you've been listening up to this this episode episode fifty big episode confetti going off fireworks whatever. Um, you've been hearing our trials and tribulations through the year, uh, me, a lot of big steps, a lot of big steps into becoming, um, who I kind of am going to be forever from here on in. So, you know, it's kind of crazy, but what about you, Mike? Yeah, honestly, I'm just like, you know, uh, reaching over to put a pat myself, pat ourselves on the back because it's been another year that we stuck to it. We, we kept the show going. We've seen incredible growth this year. So shout out to all of you new listeners and, and, uh, returning listeners, uh, you guys really do make it, uh, make this whole thing possible, make us want to continue doing it week over week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we definitely had some uh, up some technical difficulties over the year. Maybe we don't have the perfect setup just yet, but we are, you know, we as we said at the beginning of this season, this season was all about leveling up, learning about the things we didn't know, and uh, just trying to take it in strides to to make a better podcast. So. Really looking forward to and putting money in. Yeah, we got new mics, absolutely new headset. Yeah, so we we and we uh, and I, we and Mike were just talking before this. You guys might have listened to the past two episodes, and you're like, "Why did David sound like he was talking through a tuna fish can?" Um, for the simple fact that my my computer it defaults to my headphones for the microphone, so we just changed that. We fixed it. Um, I do I knew we could fix it. it just takes sometimes it may take two episodes, might take three, but if y'all hang in there. Um, it wasn't unbearable to listen to, but we appreciate the fans uh, listening because we got we got some plays on the last two, I, I, from what I saw. So absolutely, um, this one should sound buttery smooth in your ear hole. So we should be good. But yeah, man, you know, hell of a year. Looking forward to 2023. We have a really awesome show today. Um, but David, I guess without further ado, we're gonna snap into our uh, our wrapped. Uh, for the actual podcast and, and just give you guys some stats for the year. Uh, David's uh, got it open. Uh, we have it shared on his screen. So go ahead, David, take us away. Let's let's see this wrapped for the Humble Threads podcast. All right, as it says, we are going to jump in. This is a lot of the uh, effects. In 2022, you did your thing. The people loved it. That is what they're saying. Um, so we're going to scroll down here. We're going to see what else we got going on. This is a lot of... Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's procedurally like, generated, sure. or do you think someone's actually editing this? I, I think they might have edited it as a like you know template. Oh sure, but you know I don't know. Um, it says you created a thousand three hundred forty-one minutes of new content. That's more than eighty-eight percent of creators in the leisure category. So hey, what that means is, yeah, we're steady. We're steady. We are. We are cutting out our Consistent. niche. We we are defining how we stand out within the leisure category. We're a hobby, po- comedy, leisure podcast. You know what I mean? Um, but that's pretty cool. 1,341. Um, what else we got? That's a lot. That's a lot. This is doing a lot, guys. This is swirling. There's twirling. Yeah, we can share this whole um, thing. 
<laughs> you can't you can't hear us, but we're clapping right now. Okay. And that was only the first page. Now we're on to the second page. Yeah. All right, now we're getting some more stuff in here. Man, one episode really grabbed listeners' attention. Can you guess your number one episode? Wow. All right. So it's, that's kind of cool. A trip. All right. That's so cool. let's read them out. We have Humble Threads, episode 30, The Child. Uh, Humble Threads, episode 31, uh, Correction. And we have Humble Threads, episode 29. So back to back, twenty. That was, that was a, those are good couple of weeks right there. That was um, a heavy content. Fresh start. I think that was months. Yeah, it's January and uh, two Januarys and a March episode. Um, you know, I, I'm just you know <laughs> I'm just p- fairly certain the number one out of this gang is has to be the child. It's the most event. I would say it it's has got to it's got to be the most eventful thing that happened uh, between us this year with uh, David having his child. Um, you know, absolutely so cool. So let's click it. Let's see. What, let's see if we're right. Got yep. it. Yep, <laughs> I, I want to say that was a big one because we talked about that a lot. Um, and uh, I want to say that was a very in-depth episode because we were me. I was talking about, you know, the the situation going on. We're in the hospital, etc. I think we might have took like two weeks off uh, that week. So everyone was kind of probably sitting on the edge of their seat. People caught up and then they were probably like, where's where's episode 30? Like we're trying to hear about the kid. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, absolutely. But man, two hundred and twelve percent more streams than your average episode. Wow, it's a big deal. If you haven't listened to it, feel- go on back to episode thirty, and and to hear all about the saga of the child. <laughs> I think Mandalorian or Boba Fett was around that time. Could be, could be. Me. Your podcast loves to travel, so I guess we're about to get into where it's listened to the most. Yeah. And I'm gonna let Mike hit this one. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let him. Uh, gotcha. Say this. Cool. One. Uh, your top country, kind of, of course, is the United States. Um, and then it says, where to next year? United States with some weird Brazil colors. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see here. It says, something magical happened between January 16 and January 22. Uh, I have a feeling I know what that was, but <laughs> you had 134% more listeners compared to your average week. Man, everyone was just waiting to to hear about the child. Episode thirty. But I don't even know if we really like advertised. I don't. If we posted, I think people were just hungry and they're like, "We got to find all the information about David's kid." So this is the one spot we know he's gonna dive in. You know, maybe. Probably, I guess. I don't know. Yes, but that's cool. What else we got? Uh, what are humble threads listeners like exactly? All right, we're gonna figure you out. We. <laughs> All right, let let us know uh, over on the uh, on our Instagram humblethreads.network if it's correct. <laughs> uh, your listeners uh, podcast personality is the podcastologist. Your listeners are podcast aficionados. They are they're in turn in tune with the past and present, gravitating towards podcasts that stand the test of time. Yes, we will stand the test of time. Right, that that was a lot of just stuff there, like big words they were throwing at us right there. But um, I forgot we can share a lot of these to our stories, so we might share some of them to our story. I'm going to try and do better, guys. This is my promise. Going into the next year, like we have been making um some templates so that way we can post new things and stuff like that. But we should try and post new like um whatever they're called, like polls or whatever yeah. on our our story to get you guys engaged. We're gonna try our best to do that and post more. 
But wow. Your fans are a dedicated bunch. Let's see what else is about to happen next. Maybe engagement? Maybe it's going to see how many people engaged on the... 27% of 2021 listeners joined you again this year. So I guess reoccurring people... Hey, if you're part of that 27%, shout out to you. Appreciate you. Thank you. That means we're getting a lot of like new people coming in. And that's interesting. 28% listen to most of your episodes. Okay. Hey. So that's, you know, ain't bad. But I'm thinking like, I, I wonder if new people are coming in, listening to it. And like, we've seen it before where you guys listen, we take a break, and then you like binge yeah. a lot of this stuff. Um, and we've tried to do the bi-weekly thing so that way you guys can catch up. Um, but I understand people's lives are busy. I know sometimes I don't listen to my podcast like weekly. Uh, sometimes I, I skip a couple weeks and then I just binge the whole podcast when I'm in my car driving. Yeah, or something yep, like yep, that. exactly. So kind of it's so sporadic. So un- understandable there. Have you been working out? What the heck does that mean? Looking buff. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, your podcast saw a lot of gains this year. Okay, so. 28% increase in hours, probably listened, mm-hmm. and 23% increase in uh, followers. Nice. Those are, our, those are our numbers to beat next year. <laughs> it is. Sorry, guys. I had to take my headphone off. I think the Baron clan is here. Uh, you and your fans have something special. I thought, didn't we just read something like that, or am I tripping? Your top what? Oh, you're you're a top podcast for ten of our fans. We're a top mm. podcast. Uh, we're we're in the top five podcasts for seven of our fans, and you are the number one podcast for for four of our fans. I feel like I could name those four people. Maybe. Um, I I know at least two of them for sure. Um, but that's that's actually kind of neat that uh, that uh, you, we could see it broken down like that. That uh. For at least some of you out there, we are in your top uh, listens. I like it. Time to crush that next year. Thank you for sharing your podcast with the world. Okay. Speaking of sharing, we made something special. Oh, yeah. They're about to drop us like some free content to post with, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's get let's get that up on the uh, the Instagram today. Yeah, I think if we can, I can go back through Anchor and then we could uh, share that through the Instagram. Choose a look at the go celebrity with your fans or celebrate with your fans. Sorry, humble thread. Nineteen episodes. So we had nineteen episodes this year. One point three k minutes. Two countries. A hundred or twenty nine percent up of hours. So we we doubled our hours from last uh, last year. Which I'm trying to think. Like, did we really not? do that much i don't know but that's the wrap y'all we will be posting a lot of those i mean we're a bi-weekly show right and there are uh 52 weeks in a year so if if we assume like a a, a not assume like uh, not including the the weeks that we took off um 19 out of possible of 26 seems about right for the weeks that we probably took off there was probably you know oh at least a couple different breaks throughout the year winter break spring break summer break fall break so it kind of all checks out um but that's super yeah i feel like we might have taken more breaks last year than we did this year maybe maybe um, yeah 
And we, I know we took. I really didn't. We took a lot of time off around the child. I know that. Uh, we we definitely. <coughs> I think we took off almost remember. all of February. Uh, I think we jumped from January to March. <clears throat> so I think we let, we missed uh, a couple episodes possibly there. Man. But well, guys, that's a wrap. That's kind of crazy. Look at those numbers, stats, and uh, to know that we're getting some reoccurring people. Maybe some people came in and said, "This is nice," and I'm gonna save it. And maybe maybe we're at the bottom of your. You know, uh, Apple podcast list. I've been there. Yeah. You scroll yeah. down. You're like, oh, shoot, I forgot I looked at this. And then you come back and you binge it. I understand. I get it. But uh, thank you guys for uh, coming in and listening. But we said it. I'm going to say it at the top of the show because we always say it at the end. But since you're here, you got to hear it. Uh, make sure you share it. You know, share it with your parents, share it with your dog, cousin, whoever else you think you can share it to. Share it to your social media. Even if you're like, man, I don't post a lot. Post it on Facebook and say, hey, I found this cool podcast. They're pretty cool. And, you know. Um, me and Mike would love to have our numbers grow and, and who knows yeah do this permanently or someone could bring us on for something casting I don't know who knows we're, I mean yeah I mean word of mouth is so important um we're, I definitely th- we're, think we're looking at to do now that we hit 50 we have two full seasons of 50 episodes available out there they were gonna start running some ads uh, maybe on Instagram uh, to try to boost some engagement maybe get maybe break ourselves into some new audiences around the world which would be cool. Um, I definitely am going to start looking into that myself um, not, well, since we're moving into season three coming up. So as soon as we kind of have like mm-hmm. something uh, like a logo or something for that, maybe we can set something up. Um, yep. But yeah, gang, we're super excited to see the growth that we hit. You know, we hit over a thousand uh, streams uh, this year for the podcast across multiple different platforms, which is incredible. Um, you know, we are still such a small podcast, but those numbers couldn't have happened without the listeners. So thank you so much. Um, but without further ado, we're going to hit a quick ad break and then be back with our best of 2023 picks of the year. Um, so stay with us. I'll be right back. Hey, what's going on guys? It is David from the Humble Threads Podcast. You guys might be wondering, how can I help support the Humble boys well if you go on teespring right now and type in the humble threads podcast you may be able to look up some shirts and find what we got mike why don't you tell them how they can find some of this oh my goodness there's so much on there we have t-shirts we got hoodies uh we got what else we have mugs we have pint glasses uh so many options available on the on the humble threads teespring merch store uh you know it's it's literally at the moment the greatest way to help support the show and we would love to see some pictures of you out there rocking our material rocking our logo send us some pictures on the pod humble uh twitter if you will but teespring humble threads merch get it yeah guys so definitely go on there once again check out humble threads on teespring we have everything on there that is the greatest way to support us the more orders we get who knows we'll be able to get our own domain name and do more giveaways in the future we really appreciate you guys and hope you get to check out the store and find something you like whether it's a t-shirt or glass or whatever thanks for shopping guys go check it out three two one Hopefully you caught the slip. Uh, I did mean to say best best <laughs> of 2022 uh, our picks for this year. Uh, you know, this is kind of our uh, not not, not I, wouldn't, I mean we're definitely going to talk goatee, but like you know, games of the year, movies of the year, best shows of the year, stuff like that. 
Um, so we're just kind of run down the list and that we have here and kind of go back and forth on some of the similar topics. But the first topic that's kind of more personal to myself, uh, I, I had to pick uh, my best cho- like yo-yo that I uh, purchased this year. I chose two. Um, uh, one is a mono metal, so an all all one aluminum like single metal yo-yo, and I also picked a bi metal yo-yo as well. <coughs> Sorry, uh, the mono metal choice uh, was the uh, Ghidorah uh, by G Way. Uh, it's an absolute monster of a yo-yo, pun intended, um, and uh, absolutely so good. It, it plays casual, but it's got you know competition vibes to it, so you can definitely uh, play out your harder combos on it. And but of course, I had to pick out as well the Pharaoh Plus by uh, the Good Life Yo-Yos. Uh, it's a bi-metal yo-yo, absolutely just a cut above the rest. Uh, it's going to definitely be a popular yo-yo in the 2023 uh, yo-yo contest scene. Um, it is an expensive one, but I think it's it, it's it's worth getting if you if you are a avid player, specifically if you're looking to do some contests. Um, I probably won't compete at all with that yo-yo that I have, but um, it's really fun to play with and it's really great for precision and things like that. Um, David, what about you? Uh, I know you, you don't necessarily collect yo-yos, but what do you? But what about your what your um, items you're collecting this year? Or your yeah, picks? Um, I said like best collecting item. Um, as 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 you guys know, I've collected pops. I don't think I've gotten a pop last year. I think there hasn't been anything that's that's caught my eye. Um, I mean, we're just gonna kind of freeball this with you guys, but I think. We and Mike and Mike could even attest to this. We've seen a lot of like fun things, like Stranger Things, uh, Doctor Strange, Spider Man that came out two years ago and stuff like that. But a lot of those pops, I think, are coming out next year, which is cool. Um, I know they have all three Spider Man lined up. I know that's like an Amazon exclusive and stuff. So maybe I'll collect more next year. But one thing that you know, me and Ashley were trying to explore is like more date nights and stuff to do together. Um, and she wanted to do puzzles, so she was exploring puzzles and stuff. She was trying to find her hobby. Lo and behold, she likes reading, which most of her sisters do. So she's went into books and I was like, huh, like, you know, puzzles are cool. But what do you do? Just put them back in the box, like whatever. So what's an adult puzzle, uh, an adult nerd puzzle, which is like figurines. So um, I was really heavy into gun, really heavy into Gundam Builder Dives. Um, it's on Crunchyroll. If you guys want to watch that, it's a great anime. Um, I need to start season two, which is subbed and I suck at reading subbed, but I got a Gundam. I forget what the name is. It's, it's the basic, it's like the most basic Gundam. It's the one that everyone thinks of. It's the one with the wings and it has a gun and like a sword and stuff like that. So I bought that. I started doing that and I was like, man, like I really do enjoy doing this. It's just, you know, it gets me away from video games. It gives me some time to myself. Um, you do get frustrated sometimes, but it just helps. It's like, mental therapy like you get frustrated but how do you get through that oh you broke a piece all right you broke a piece get some super glue fix that uh things like that so um i've been really into that i haven't finished it yet i'm going to finish it guys and it'll probably be on um some bookcases or some shelves pretty soon but i'm really happy i got into that and i do feel like that's my most prized collecting building something is fun so that's awesome we're in there but yeah um obviously you know uh we're a big fan of the tv shows uh, lately shows have been just getting way better Woo. you know shows t- tv show series lately have been kind of taken over the movie scene no. 
Like movies are kind of taking a backseat, honestly, this past year. And the stars, the <laughs> movie stars are hopping yeah. into the TV scene. Yeah, man. it's crazy. it's wild. Um, you would never seen that. So, um, just to quick off my list, and then we'll do uh, David's as well. Uh, so, best shows that I watched this year had to be uh, Stranger Things, uh, Volume Four, um, and uh, also the continuation of My Hero Academia. It's if you haven't been, if you're not caught up on at least the dubs right now, it is getting wild um definitely a great show for all ages uh i mean younger ages it it gets kind of serious uh but i think it's a um i think they they talk about some things that that, uh that 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 i think everyone can enjoy for sure i watched dragon ball z when i was a kid yeah yeah yeah, i think so um and then and then just a kind of like a a little spice to throw on there I, i watched a really cool competition show on netflix called drink masters um i've i've always been interested in like mixology and like bartending skills and to watch like a really cool like competition show with some like really high caliber uh like mixologists i think was a super awesome so those were my picks of the year for best show how about you david uh for me just like mike said stranger things uh volume four which me and mike will probably touch on a little bit and um we'll we'll talk about just going in depth about these shows but um second for as far as anime jujutsu kaisen um i love my hero i've watched my hero five five times in a row repeatedly like when i used to live at home with my mom because i loved it so much but but jujutsu kaisen i think uh takes my hero to the next level and gives it a little bit more grittier and gory and and psychologically um plus i love like the supernatural like ghosts and and things like that but and then my other show moon knight y'all like between moon knight and wandavision we really haven't had a show that made you question you know, week to week. I love shows where it like leaves you on a cliffhanger and you're like, oh man, was that really him or was that really something else? Like, you know, you never know. So I feel like that was keeping me on edge from week to week and I, I really enjoyed that show. But Mike, Stranger Things, let's yeah. just touch on it real quick. Like what, 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 like TV show, like it just sucked this in. Yeah. Like, what happened this year? It was, I mean, these kids are getting old, right? They're all getting, becoming teenagers. So the, 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 the fantasy of what's happened in the last, couple of seasons um is Mm -hmm. now kind of all is kind of realizing for all of them that this is not a game anymore like this is not just like scooby-doo and and the and the kids uh hunting down a mystery yeah it ain't the goonies so like um like whatever's happening is very very real um this was probably Mm -hmm. the grittiest season yet um specifically Mm -hmm. everything that happened to hopper uh when he was in that concentration camp um oh like oh, oh oh yeah uh, this was just reminded me about the uh huh uh huh. So I mean, oh <clears throat> Stranger Things is you know I think uh, season five is coming out next year. Uh, it's supposed to be I think the pinnacle, like yeah. the final season, like they're wrapping it up. The final season. Uh, and there might be a spinoff, is what they said. I don't think we need one. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a. Per- we'll see. Like I would be happy that it would end at five and kind of be like a perfect send off. Like it's kind of reaching this boiling point that you know it. It, it, it there's not much more they can do that wouldn't like break I the mean, narrative um it, anymore well i'll let you finish and then no I'll, no I'll, but I'll that's, kind, that's kind of it so like so yeah what, what what are your thoughts about it man yeah yeah i was gonna say well i'm a sucker for those uh tv shows where the kids are um like exploring and something's going on in the town and also when it's based in like 80s or 90s or 70s um like that's pretty cool like that that's that hits me but 
something that like i'm telling you like these shows like i mean netflix lets you binge stuff and whatever i i I wouldn't mind if netflix made it weekly um because it gets you talking about more things and what's going on and and conversate with your friends not just binge it then we get to talk and it kind of fizzles out um and i think that's one thing that disney's doing good but me and ashley were trying to like just get through it like we were trying and of course if you know ashley she falls asleep during any tv show movie or whatever so i'm like oh she fell asleep like now nah, i gotta wait and she's like you can keep going i'm like no 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 we're in this together you know what i mean so um there's shows like that that make special moments where me and ashley can get together watch our shows and then like when pops come out or something i'm in walmart or target and i'm like yo look like this is she's like oh maybe we should get it and i'm like really like we should get it like you want to pop um it's kind of crazy but um yeah so like mike said it's coming out next year there's rumors of a spinoff where it's going to be 90s instead of that time frame. But I think with shows like that, like, and I want to even tie it back to, like, Teen Wolf. Teen, it reminds me a lot of Teen Wolf where if they made a Teen Wolf spinoff, like, how like how do you tackle that and how do you make it still interesting and kind of tie the stories together? I think it would be cool if it was, like, yes, this is happening in, I forget the town that they're in. It's, it's happening in this town. But, like, all right, it's happening in this town. But what if we go all the way over to, I don't even know, like, some other place. And it's, like, it's happening there, too. And maybe this is, like, a thing that's happening all over where they're trying to get the whole, like, world engulfed in this, you know, big bad that's been happening. But it's really one larger foe. And then you can bring back the kids um, maybe, like, five, ten years later where it's, like, oh, we've been through this. We know what's going on. That'd be kind of cool to me. Um, But... Sometimes you just got to leave things lie and let new creatives come in and make new shows. Netflix, I got a show idea. That's all I'm saying. If you want to hire the boy, I got an idea. Mike, also my co-creator. We get in there. But, you know, stuff like that. So it'd be kind of cool. For sure. Um, But, of course, you know, honestly, like we said, this this year, the last two years, the whole streaming platforms have been just taking over from movies there hasn't been really any like major motion films that I've been like I gotta go see it. Um, the mm-hmm. la- last year, right? Last year around Christmas was uh, the new new Spider Man movie, which we had to go see. This year, the only like major like Marvel movie that came out that really grabbed us was the uh, Doctor Strange in 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 the Multiverse of Madness, uh, which was kind of a continuation of the spider-man movie because of everything that happened in that movie so there was a little bit of continuity there but like i i don't think it scored very well in the ratings i think when i looked at imdb it's like a six out of ten um i can i can tell you why i mean yeah like i'm not saying it's a good like the best movie of the year i'm sure like there are better ones out there that i just didn't see but Mm -hmm. as far as like the movie that i went to go see in the movie theaters this year like I was pretty happy with with most of it. Like I didn't need it to be anything that it anything more than what it was. But yeah, I, I it it kind of felt like a movie that didn't have to happen personally. But like it was nice to see an, a continuation of Wanda, take- a continuation of like bringing the TV series like Wanda plotline through line into another motion movie, like a big big movie mm-hmm. blockbuster movie. So I don't know. What do what do you think? I think, uh, like a lot of the points that Mike touched on, like, I think the culmination of phase four has been very weak. Um, besides Spider-Man, like people even say like Spider-Man was kind of weak, which you could, you could argue that point. Cause really it was just fan service. Cause we got all the old Spider-Man back spoiler alert. If you guys haven't seen it, but I think what made Dr. Strange so good 
And it's it's a good and a bad thing as far as like Marvel fans in a in a whole because it's like we put up all these theories, we're theorizing, oh, this person's gonna come, this person's gonna come, this person. So everyone was just so excited to see the movie to see who was going to come back. Um, be that as it may, you should really just enjoy the movie to enjoy the movie. But we did get like Professor Xavier and everything else like that. And we got some people and with some of those people we got it kinda landed flat because there was theories that Ben Affleck's Daredevil was gonna come back um hugh jackman's wolverine was going to come back like all these people were going to come back and it's like whoa hold on it's just you know this is a little piece of like phase four this isn't a big avengers type movie and i think we'll see more of that in um kang dynasty and secret wars and quantum medium which is i think is coming out next month if you, i'm about to get my tickets pretty soon i might see that in 4d too but um, this definitely was uh, something that I needed to go to the movies to see. We, we bought like 4D tickets because of all the crazy stuff that was happening. Um, it, it was good. I want to say the anticipation leading up to it made me want to say it was going to be a 10 out of 10. Um, but once after seeing it, I haven't seen it again. I would love to watch it again. It's definitely like an 8 out of 10 for me. Um, I, I do have to disagree with Mike's point. Though. I think we did need it, but I feel like it wasn't executed fully to the fans desired uh, uh expectations that they wanted but sure i don't know we'll see we'll see what phase five has to bring black panther was the last phase so it quantum medium is the first start of phase five so we'll see yeah uh, moving on to best games played this year um absolutely we 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 got two absolute heaters out of the out of the gate this year like literally a one week apart from each other dropping we had destiny 2 the witch queen expansion as well as ac- officially game of the year elden ring dropping at the same time um i played both of those simultaneously aggressively um worked through the witch queen first got through the campaign and then just put down destiny for at least two three months almost and logged about 360 hours into elden ring um elden ring was just absolutely an amazing game I'm so excited that it did win Game of the Year. Uh, I would look very much forward to some kind of downloadable content for that game or even the next installment of whatever that is. I got some news for you, Mike. All right. I'm, I'm uh, you know happy to hear whichever it is. Um, and then just uh, some, some notable mentions and, and a surprise for me. Um, notable mention for number one was Persona 5 Royale. Um, if you're into if you're into the classic anime, you know you're into the you know the school atmosphere, very much jujitsu, very much my my hero, where you know a bunch of kids who go to school have to somehow find a way to save the world, kind of thing. Um, very very cool game. I didn't think I was gonna like it initially, but I found it over on the uh, Xbox game. Have you played all? Of them? No, or like just I just I just okay. started playing this one, and okay. I, I think they're all. They don't all like link directly to each other. I don't. I don't. I oh, don't. It's like a fan of Final Fantasy. <clears throat> I. Situation. I could be I, like, I. I could get added real bad right now. I don't know. <laughs> um. It. But from playing uh, Persona Five Royale, it feels a very cohesive. Like you don't need to know anything prior. Like you don't. If even if there is a connection, it doesn't matter for this game. This game is very much like an isolated, like, full like gotcha. full on bookend type story. Uh, I'm about to get it on the Switch. Yeah, I, yeah, I would recommend it. So. It would be a very good game on the Switch. Um, uh, of course, uh, second uh, surprise game for me was uh, Pokemon Scarlet. 
Um, I have not played a real like next gen Pokemon game since. Oh my goodness! I mean, I don't really count Let's Go Eevee. That was like a reboot of the blue and red. Um, and I and so before that one, the last time time I had played anything uh, Pokemon related, you know, and I also don't count Pokemon Go. That's a whole nother monster in in and of itself. But I I do play that on occasion. But was probably like Heart Gold on the original like DS XL. Good <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, no, I know. I was like 18 at the time, so this was a long time ago. Um, and so it's been a long time since I'd, I've tried a next-gen Pokemon game. And while I've heard plenty of critics say there's lots of things wrong with Pokemon Scarlet, from not having anything to go off of, for just you know jumping back into Pokemon now, after not touching anything previously, I was blown away. I was really impressed. Um, I agree. I, so... I, and I think that I'm the perfect candidate, kind of like that, who, who jumped into a Pokemon game. Like I didn't play the other game that came out this year, Pokemon uh, Arceus um, or whatever Legends. Um, I didn't play that one, and and I, th- for some reason, this one just it looked better, it looked good. I don't care if there's people out there who say no, it's still trash. It, it was an unfinished game, or there's still problems with it. Because as far as I'm concerned, I beat the game, I beat the Elite Four, I did the whole thing, and. Although I haven't gone back to play any of the game since I beat the Elite Four and kind of finished the main storyline, um, it still feels like a game I could go back and, and pick up if I was bored or like if I had a, ever like a lull in Destiny Two or something like that. But very surprised that uh, that it, that it, that it came out for me. I know you played uh, Pokemon Violet, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, and I was gonna say, so I, I, the good news I have for you about Elden Ring is, I, I think there is a DLC coming out soon. Um, but also, From Software has been working on another Elden Ring-like game that I didn't know existed that I need to look up a little more. But it's called Armor Core that was shown at the Game Awards. But it's an Elden Ring-type game, huh. but you fight in mechs, well, like Gundam mechs. Well. And I think you get to like customize them. Um, the streamer I watched, Maximilian, was very hyped to see it come back. I think this is like five or six. So there's games before that. And I was like, I mean, if it's a Gundam mech and I get to fight bosses in that type of situation, I would love that. That would be so we'll see. interesting. Um, we'll have to do a, a dive in on that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's my good news. But Pokemon. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I have Violet, the futuristic one. Um, and like I, that's why I told Mike something about I don't know what it is because I didn't particularly like school. I think I just like the school aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and like you're in a Pokemon school where you're learning and everything else like that. And just like Mike, I've beat it and everything. But I think what this one showed us, and hopefully these people are listening, um, it was easy for friends to jump in the game, jump out the game, and whatever. And you can still do the main story quest and do raids and everything else like that, which made it fun. But the storyline I think was amazing. I'm just like Mike. I, I do like Pokemon, but I'm not like the biggest into the games and stuff. I bought the previous games. Um, Ed's got me some of the games before for my birthday or Christmas or whatever, but I didn't really ever beat them. Like they, they were fun, but like, it was like, ah, I don't know. But like this one, it felt like it was a whole different like terrain and you could carve your own path. And the storyline was amazing. So I was happy to play it. I'm glad we got to beat it. There is a raid. You guys are probably getting this on Friday, so if you are getting this, there's a score bunny raid coming out today. Um, and me and Michael, are probably, he's gonna have to join us and come in and get it. And that's kind of cool. Like they're now they're making you come back to the game. Like there's there's uh, like special event raids that are happening in Pokemon. You got to get like a Charizard one just happened, so now we're getting this one. So I can't wait for it. 
but yeah, that's that's me with Violet. So, Mike, I mean, me and Mike have the last two that are the same. So, like, if yeah, I, I gotta I gotta say yeah. it because I've said. I mean, if any of any of you here listening has listened to our show uh, since day one, anything about whenever we whenever the topic of Call <laughs> of Duty comes up, I usually take the stance that it's like it's a trash game. I'm not going to spend 50, 60 bucks on some glorified digital laser tag. Um, gang, I'm wrong. Um, you know, it's like so th- this is what happened, right? This is this is how I felt. This is how I <laughs> fell in the trap. Uh, what had happened? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Warzone, right, got a, got a brand new facelift, and the previous version of Warzone, like on Caldera, with the with like Rebirth and all that stuff, d- did not it did not feel good. It did not play well. I didn't like it. It just didn't hit right. And then Warzone Two came out, and I was like, you know what? Like, I I kind of want to play a battle royale of that nature. All of our friends are playing it. Hey, there's this new mode called DMZ, which is kind of like an extraction-based uh, AI fighting challenge mode that was like, whoa, this actually feels cool. This feels good. And I got really hooked playing DMZ, um, and then I eventually kind of bled over into playing Warzone a bunch. And I just realized that I was like, you know what, I'm playing this game so much like I like more than I thought I ever would, and then of course David's always like, "Well, you know, if you bought the game, you could come play search, search and destroy with us. You could play some, uh, you know, some team deathmatch. You know, just ha- you know, just chill out and hang hang out." And it never quite hit right. And then all of a sudden, over the the holiday break, they did a free weekend of multiplayer, where anyone, even if you didn't have the actual game, you could just dive in and play some team deathmatch and just see if you mm-hmm. liked it. And God damn it! it's good um it's like i get it how it can be toxic and how people can get bored of it and yada 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 mm-hmm. but like i i certainly don't think i'm gonna buy another call of duty game um Not i think, I think no, 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 no. i think that there's enough here specifically with warzone um dmz still in beta for christ's sake there's enough here that i could be happy i don't like there's nothing there, there ain't gonna be a modern warfare 3 that's gonna pull me away from this um it might listen i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> say modern warfare 3 was one of the best out of the franchise so it could bring it back that's what i'm saying <laughs> maybe i'm certainly not get, i'm not buying any of the legacy stuff so i'm not buying any like cold war world war Two, none of that shit i don't want any anything that's not current tech at least um but for the for the time being my god call of duty got has got me um we got them boys I, I don't even. I think if they did a Black Ops remake, I don't even think I'd buy that one. And Black Ops was my favorite. I love Black Ops. It was. I didn't like the art style really in the game, but I liked the overall. I don't like the cartoon. I, the overall cartoon gameplay like felt okay, but you're right. It was. It was a little more cartoony. This the current Modern Warfare Two feels very realistic. It feels very um, accurate, specifically when you're dropping it in Warzone. But holy crap, guys! I bought Call of Duty, and I never thought I would do it. Uh, I did not buy the deluxe edition. I did not buy any of the bells and whistles. I just bought the main game, so that way I had access to the to the uh, to the multiplayers and, and and now the raids. If we can get those to friggin' work, um, oh, don't, uh. <laughs> um, but hey, you know that makes me want to take it off my list. I just figured it, it's it's uh, it consumed so much of my time in a way I never thought it possibly would. I definitely had to eat my own words, and uh, you know it was so fu- Listen, funny to hear everyone. 
when I finally told them, yep, I bought it. <laughs> and they're like, what? I mean, like, and, and, and I'll even hop in and, and, and say, like, I, I had to eat my own words because I said, like, Mike, I never want to touch Destiny again. I never want to play Destiny again. Like, I don't want to play it. And I think that might have happened this year. I think it was this year I, I hopped back in because that's when Caden was born. And uh, I, I was I was heavy into Destiny then. Like, I just didn't. It like the DLCs were great, everything was great, but it just wasn't catching me anymore. It wasn't catching me because I couldn't figure out like an end goal. Um, and now we're getting Lightfall, and I said, "Man, Lightfall looks good." Witch Queen was kind of good, so Mike got his hooks and dragged me back in. So I put Destiny's on my list as well, um, and it's been fun, and we'll probably be diving into that a lot more too. Um, there's plenty of like you know multiplayer in that, and the uh, I think the I forget the other thing that's going on, but now we can play with Mike and Carolyn, and I miss that. Like that's the type of games I like where we can just grab a drink, we hop on, we're all talking, and everything else like that. It sucks that it's fire teams of three, but now that we're done the story, like those things we can do with uh with more people, and uh just like Mike, I have Call of Duty. The Call of Duty campaign was probably the most beautiful Call of Duty campaign ever compared to like any of the ones that have come out previously. Except for the old old school Modern Warfare, that storyline was amazing, um, and I also did appreciate Ghost storyline, but they kind of canceled that. I thought it was really good, but that storyline and just seeing it cinematically, you guys can see it on my uh, YouTube King's Grave Gaming uh, humble plug. But I did a whole playthrough on that and put it up there. I streamed it. It was fun. Um, and just like Mike said, DMZ is fun because we were able to go in, uh, just shoot around, shoot some AI. There's some fun like little objectives they can do. Uh, hopefully, they go full in after this beta and there's different people we can get um me and mike have countlessly tried to get this freaking uh uh what's it called the chemist oh yeah we've tried we've tried and it just didn't work we've died multiple times trying to do it um i'm glad people are starting to play it a lot more now i actually i might play dmz tonight i have no idea. i'm, I'm about it's, it it's been a minute. I'm about it it's been a minute so um that and just like that like that's how it did like you go back and you think like we drop in we do the missions and everything, and I don't think anyone's completed all the missions yet, which is kind of crazy, but there's so much more to do in Call of Duty now, which is great. They just got to fix the game. That's it. But th that's all my games as, as well as with Mike, um, but yeah, I know Mike's been head heading it up, so I'll just I'll just head this one up because mine's short. Sure. Uh, Mike threw this in here. He said, best beer for me. Um like this summer, I, I didn't take a vacation at all this summer. I was working my butt off uh, since we just had Caden, and I was like, let me let me watch him. I want to take care of him and make sure we're getting everything good with that, um, and and just focus on keeping the house, doing the house stuff, and getting the house better and everything else like that, which I did save some money. Um, but we did go to uh, Irish Weekend um, down in Cape May, New Jersey, and there's Cape May Brewery. Cape May Brewery now has stuff down here, which is cool, but they just have, like, a bunch of beer, and I can't really single out one beer, but they have a bunch of beer that's amazing. Um, they also, what did they have? They had this, like, tea one that was amazing. I can't remember what it was called, but I think it was, like, an iced tea one that was, uh, was it, like, it was, it was partnered with someone. It was some type, some type of tea, and it was amazing, and then they also had a Swedish fish, version of something like that like they just continue to make experimental ones that are amazing uh whether they last or not but i just think kate may brewery is the most experimental beer company and i just love that what they put out i, I still think so. that kate may brewing is my biggest miss of the year i actually went to kate i went down <laughs> to kate may uh, i think in like june um you did, yeah, and yeah. just we just for whatever reason we just weren't able to get over to the brewery um by the time we wanted to go like it was closed or, or something uh mm -hmm. so just still bummed out we got we went all the way down and didn't get a chance to go go there but i do like their beer uh really good stuff um so yeah yeah 
Mike, hit him, hit him with your favorite <laughs> beer. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, for sure. So over the last year, I've been uh, pretty regularly going out to a craft brewery place with my buddy Steve uh, called Stickman Brews. Um, it's a you know southeastern PA uh, craft brewery that happens to have one of the best kitchens that I've ever had at any kind of craft brewery restaurant. Um, they actually have a catering business that works out of that kitchen, so you know the food's good. Um, but anyway, but on top of good food, the beer is also very good. And this year, I found a new beer uh, there called Backwards Sensibilities. It's a West Coast IPA. It's excessively drinkable. Um, it's relatively low on the ABV scale. I think it's like a, I want to say it's like a five seven, maybe five eight. Like mm-hmm. it, you could definitely crush a few of them and feel good about it. Uh, but yeah, Stickman Brews Backwards Sensibilities. I'm actually going there this Saturday um to to catch like an early early brunch with my buddy steve um uh i still gotta yeah no it's it's it sucks that they changed locations they used to have a location very close to us um but now they're they're stationed out of their main spot um which is out in like roarsford pa so it is a little bit of a hike to get out there but it's honestly super worth it well there you have it guys that's that's our beer but to hop on to the next one you already know you already know we got best whiskey slash bourbon, and as me and Mike keep talking, I need to get this kit from Wegmans. I keep forgetting. Oh but, yeah, um, yeah. So you know, I've I've been I've been dabbling in the whole, like having some more whiskey and bourbons. Um, of course, I've had like some bird dogs and the wild turkey or whatever and stuff like that. And then of course, Doctor Disrespect comes out and says, "Here's my whiskey before the holidays." Um, like I said before, I was scrambling to get it. My reviews come up on YouTube now. If you guys want to watch it. But I was able to get two bottles. I have one down here that I'm going to be able to, you know, put on a shelf somewhere and and have it. But that is my bourbon whiskey of the year. Uh, I've, I've said that I will have to go to Mike's house or he's going to have to come over here. Either one. Um, and we're going to have to try it out. And we're going to have to try it out regular. Yeah. And then we're going to have to make, uh, you know, Mike's cocktail out of it and, and see how it tastes. But I, I said it before on the review and I'll say it again. It was good straight, but when you put the ice in it, I feel like when you had the ice and it was watering it down a little more, the flavors really popped. Sure. Um, and you could easily have at least like five or six of those. I was just watching a stream yesterday and someone was like, yo, please, like, can you please put it on the shelves? And he was like, yeah, should we do like a more of a, a regular distribution? Like, I don't know. Maybe we'll look into it. He said, maybe we'll get another batch out of the same thing. Um, and then we'll see if we can just put it on some shelves. And I think if he does that, he's going to make millions. I'm just saying it right now, guys. But that is my favorite uh, whiskey slash bourbon. Yeah. So. Uh, for me, I have yet to try the the uh, the black steel. Looking looking forward to it uh, whenever we get a chance to. We're gonna have to plan it. To Absolutely. Plan it. No, seriously. Just like let me know. Uh, I'll be there. Um, but anyway, for me uh, this year, the uh, the most kind of like I guess not like obscure, but like out out of the usual like Jack Daniels uh, that I that I usually keep around the house. Uh, we actually picked up uh, some Bluebird Distillery Four Grain Bourbon. Um, it's it's a local distillery uh, out in the Phoenixville area, and uh, just a friend of mine actually works there. And uh, just I've been sipping on this really like barrel aged smoked with um, uh, bourbon over the last year. Uh, it was actually a Christmas gift, and I've it's it's definitely like a sipping whiskey. Um, you you want like you can I have been mixing some bitters into it and things like that to make like an old fashioned with it, but it definitely doesn't need it. It's very rich. Um, a little bit of ice. Um, uh, you can go. It goes down nicely. Uh, but yeah, Bluebird Distillery Four Grain Bourbon. I think it's like a forty six percent um alcohol. 
Uh, so it's definitely a little, little, a little on the higher end of the typical average stuff. But that would do it for our uh, alcohol, I guess, of the year. We had to kind of throw something. Yep. Um, yeah. But David, so yeah, I don't. I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I don't know if Mike has has anything for this. I don't know what Mike's. No, I no, I don't. So I want you to hit this next one because, like, I honestly have re- have this. So the next topic is best album of the year. Um, I know David's got some solid picks in here. I'll be I'll be real with you. Like I list. I don't. Like it seems weird to say this, but I don't really listen to music very much often. Like very often, not weird to me. Like not I listen to, to like primarily when the first thing I reach whenever I'm driving or or trying to do like chores around the house is podcasts. So like I just these days if I listen to music, it's like very happenstance. Like I got to be in the right mood. Maybe there's not a podcast that I want to put on, and me and my wife are in the car. We're just gonna put some music on. Like that's usually mm-hmm. the only time. Otherwise, I'm podcast. I'm listening to podcasts full time. So. David, uh, talk to us about what your best uh, albums of the year were. And I feel like I'm missing one. I, I might have three. I might have three guys. I, I might have one and then two honorable mentions that are literally right up there. But um, just like Mike says, like I don't like I literally listen to my number one podcast. I listen to um, not a collab, but I would love to come on to their show with Mike. Maybe talk to them about some stuff. Who knows? Maybe I'll write them on um, this Bigfoot Collectors Club. I usually listen to a lot of that. But when it's Friday, you know, work's done. Um, if I have to go somewhere, it's the weekend, it's Saturday, whatever's going on. And like, it's like new album dropping Friday. I'm, I'm going to listen to it. I'm adding it to my playlist. We're listening to it. Um, and to, for me, the Kendrick Lamar, the new Kendrick Lamar album, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper, I feel like was really like the beats and everything was really hitting for me. Um, especially, I think it's, I don't know if it's like derivative of like the Black Panther album of what they made, but like something about like it's just like really like African drums or like the beats they have and 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 certain things that he picks. But that album hit kind of hard. Some songs are and eh. we had this debate at Thanksgiving or uh, our Black Friday Thanksgiving at my brother's house. Like what was the album of the year? Um, I chose Kendrick Lamar. Some other people chose Pusha T. I I do not like that Pusha T album. I'm sorry. Um, he based it off of the movie Joker, so there's this random laughs in there, and I didn't even like the movie Joker, but um, so I wouldn't put that one up there. Honorable mentions: um, the Dreamville album, D Day. The Dreamville albums always hit. There's never a miss. He brings the whole label on there, has people come in, um, good beats. Stick the song Stick on that album is the biggest hype song like ever if i had my wedding this summer i would be playing that at my wedding and me and my friends would be jumping around like maniacs um and i'd be pulling mike in too either way but it's an amazing song it's hype and then my other not um wow honorable mention i was gonna say nominal mention honorable mention is the baby keem album i'm pretty sure that came out this year if i can remember uh he is kendrick lamar's cousin which is kind of crazy uh, he came out with the album out of nowhere. Never heard of Baby Keem before this album. And I feel like a lot of the songs on there are reminiscent of Kendrick, but he has his own sound. And I, I think he uh, he definitely found it. And it's definitely good. Listen to those three, you know, take you through some times. But um, I'm mostly podcast, too, which is why you guys are here. You guys are mostly podcasts as well. So, yeah. Awesome. So, of course, you know, uh, once in a while, you got to treat yourself. And uh, so. David, uh, what was what would you say was your best purchase of the year? Man, uh, I was I was looking like around my room because Mike put this in here, and I was like, "What did we buy?" Like, I don't think I really bought anything crazy this year. 
Um, I've just been fixing up my man cave still, still in the works. Um, and we'll get into some of that more when we hop into the later part of the show, but I want to say my desk, I got like a new L shaped desk off of Amazon. Uh, so I have my work stuff and then I have my, uh, main computer right in front of me. Well, will that change? I don't know, but I, I really like this cause it lets me, I feel more put together. So that way I can do one thing or hop into another and everything's just right here. Like all my technology, I feel like Batman. Yeah. I guess, but uh, Mike, what is your best purchase of the year? Uh, it's got to be uh, finally locking down a Xbox Series X. Um, you know, it, I had told myself for the longest time that I wasn't going to buy a new Xbox until my Xbox actually died. Um, but my Xbox was a Xbox One original gen um, back from when they first released. So I think that makes it at least seven, almost eight years old now. Um and so it it definitely was like kind of begging to die. Like it it's at this point, you know, uh, it took forever to load anything. You, you could hear the fan blasting as if like a jet was taken off sometimes, and it would still play every game I wanted to just fine. But mm-hmm. you could tell that it was time to retire it to like the guest room and like make it just kind of an extra Netflix unit um, because it just it it didn't have the power in it to be running the games that I wanted to be playing on it. So yeah, Xbox series X, definitely the best purchase of my year. All right. Let's hit him with the last one. Like what is the best moment of the year for you? For me, uh, it's gotta be the uh, the recent, uh, job promotion, uh, new job uh, that I got at my company. Uh, it's pushed me into a department that is just honestly exactly where I want to be as far as what I'm doing for my professional career and skills uh and things i want to grow and do so 100 percent the promotion i got at work how about you dave man uh i have i've already said and i feel like it'd be disheartening if i didn't make it this but um definitely uh caden being born as as crazy as last year was of uh i think i was coming off the tail end of you know finally you know locking down a good job thank god um definitely thank god praise god for that one but trying to get that and then it was another thing that you know i i I pretty much and i like i said i don't and i've said it before on the podcast i don't go to church a lot and all that other stuff but i do believe there's a higher power out there that you know uh it's not going to make everything go away but maybe it can help things get better if you just need to talk to that person and i remember we were just going through like tough time with the job and everything else like that and i just said man i just need something to get me on straight like me personally um because even going through life i've always felt like i know who i am but i've always felt lost in the fact of like what am i doing like what am i supposed to be doing there was not a lot of structure enough structure there was but not a lot um and then ashley saying you know she's pregnant i was like i didn't know that held or anything so then Caden comes out there he is and i'm holding him then i get to see like you know this you are and it's and this is why i was trying to say for me god of war is the game of the year because if you play God of War and you look at the storyline, it's a father and son storyline. Um, like my dad wasn't there most of the time, but you get to see the trials and tribulations he's going through as a father in raising a child and ra- raising a, a young boy to be his own man one day, just in case he's not there. And like, that's what you're doing. You're teaching them, you know, how to survive, how to be, you know, whatever. And also having fun times. This man, it's, and I hate mornings, but just waking up and then going into his room all i see is forehead and smile that's it because he's like 
on the banister looking up and he's smiling and laughing and like you can't be mad at that so it's it's definitely helped me grow more as a person and realize the wider scope scope of life um and being a man and things i need to get done like you know streaming and whatever else it's like we're gonna take it seriously so if i do do something big i can leave it for him but yeah that was a big big turning point in my life a lot of learning a lot of obstacles and, and a lot of things but you know that's uh that's our best of 22 right there yeah we do have a, a, a next uh, yeah kind of our leading off you, you know, know leading into the next it's year. obviously that time of year to be be thinking about New Year's resolutions how mm-hmm. how what are you gonna begin doing uh, next year that will make you know every you know everything this time next year better or or, anyth- or anything of that nature so we picked out just like a like a per- like what personal things are we gonna do and what are we gonna do for the podcast specifically. Um, and also, uh, you know, what's most anticipated moving into next year? Like, what are we looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Um, David, uh, how about, how about you start off with, uh, your, your personal thing? What, what, so what's something personal that, that you want to do for yourself that, uh, that, uh, uh, th- I, I was thinking about it the whole time we were talking, but <coughs> I think, um, I don't know if I said it last year. I might've said it last year in the podcast, guys. I don't know. You can go back to the episode and check it out. But I think like me be doing more things for myself. Um, I do a lot of things for my family, my mom, Ashley, Caden, and everything else like that. But uh, and my and my friends and everything. But I think more vacations. Um, and I've said it; I've been saying it all year. But I really need to do it. And I think I'm going to start doing it next year. But just like even with streaming and stuff like that, I think I'm going to be playing more like single player story games um, because I like getting lost in those worlds and it opens your mind up to new different things. And just like I said with God of War or whatever, but doing more things for myself to make myself happy and having more uh, me time. You know what I mean? Which, which is needed. Uh, what about you, Mike? Uh, for me personally, I really want to get better at taking action sooner on certain things. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's so easy to, to know that there's something you need to do and just choose not to do it because it's less, it's less desirable or maybe the outcome isn't as, as, uh, isn't as readily uh, rewarding as other things could be in that in that same moment, and then it thus gets you know pushed aside. Um, I, I really I just want to get get like begin uh, creating that habit to where as soon as something gets noticed or as soon as something that needs doing, just just take care of it as soon as possible. Um, really prioritize it over other things um, to try to you know get to the end of the year of next year and and see all the things that i accomplished because i you know definitely not that i didn't accomplish plenty of things this year but like there's definitely some sometimes where like you know there's something you got to do and you just don't do it and, and, then, and then you got a problem right um like like, for, like here's a, here's a dumb example like the other day uh we had like a small ice storm kind of here and my uh, windshield wipers got frozen to my uh my windshield and i went to just kind of turn them on thinking that they would kind of like knock themselves loose <laughs> And they just tore themselves apart, uh, completely just ripped them, uh, ripped. And the, and the, the thing is, though, they were already like oh. they were already on their way out. And I really need like <laughs> like one, like one of them had had like a tiny little tail of like the wiper that had, had detached. Oh, and like that's how you know. Yep. And like I knew that I needed new ones like really badly. I was like, ah, you know, they still kind of work and it's not that bad just yet. But I went to go turn yeah, them on yeah. and they just completely just ripped right off, stuck to the windshield still. Yep, and have yep. to go out and get myself some, but like, see, you know, it's. I think that's a man. It's thing. just like du- it's like just dumb thing. shit like that. Like it's like don't like try not to be lazy with things you know that you can resolve like fairly fairly oh, easily. I completely agree. I think it's a man thing. We're kind of like if it ain't broke, like what? what it, why does it need fixing? Like 
and I was laughing earlier when, when Mike was talking. You guys might have heard me, but I'm laughing because Mike's completely right. Because if you see my room, it's still not done. I still have not <laughs> put the ceiling tiles in this room. And I even said, like, starting at 20, you know, I need to start, like, setting some money aside to get this done. Maybe get a, a, some shelves or something. Like, gradually each paycheck set something aside. Like, a like, nice $40 bookshelf or something. So I completely agree with Mike. I think that's something that we all uh, all should do is, uh, you know, take point in that. But uh, Mike, for the podcast, what do you feel, man? What do you feel? We we caught we crushed some goals apparently from yeah. uh, Spotify and everything. Absolutely. Um, which I think that's a little biased because our 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 uh, not biased, but I think that's not showing the full spectrum because a lot of our listeners are from Apple Podcasts. So I don't know. It's true. You know it's I mean? true. A lot. We so, uh, a majority of you guys listening listen through Apple Podcasts, and and that's totally fine. You know, wherever you want to listen to our show. Oh yeah, um, we don't care. I just would love to see those analytics or a wrap of that. Yeah, yeah. I want. I wonder if it if it takes to consideration everything, or if it's just looking at the de- the data from Spotify. Because I mean, I know Anchor is owned by uh, Spotify, so I would hope that any of the analytics that gets fed into Anchor would have been included so but i don't know i'm not certain um but for the podcast specifically uh i really would like to like i said at the top of the show i think we're gonna start running some ads for the show um probably on instagram uh, at least to start um just to see if we can you know broaden the audience you know sometimes you know we ask you guys every episode every week every other week to say hey you know go share it with a friend leave us a review on the podcast platform of choice but you know, sometimes it, it goes a little bit goes the extra mile just to kind of put put our our money with our where our mouth is and just put some money into advertising. Uh, see if we can get a boom uh, from a good advertisement that we could post up. Um, I would also kind of at some point like to sit down with David and uh, re uh, rethink maybe like merchandising options if we wanted to get new shirts or like maybe just like new items for our store, which still exists. It's still there um over on teespring if you just could even advertise that yeah maybe even set up a a website this year if we can figure out um what what goes into that um i would honestly really love to figure out i I mean i just don't know the 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 way to do it but i would like to figure out how to make make our show like an llc make like really build out the 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 humble threads network um llc that we could then start actually um you know file you know properly running a business um versus just hosting through anchor um, I think it's time that we actually, you know, look into that. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see. I think um, the biggest push, though, you know, if we can get some solid, organic new listeners, maybe from some advertisements, or maybe because everyone who's listening to this right now just goes, hey, I'm going to go tell five people, um, you know, that would be so huge for us. Um, but as far as podcast upgrades, uh, I think the first place to start would be just diving into some advertisements specifically. How about you, David? Yeah, I mean, uh, just like Mike said, I kind of agree. Um, just like uh, battening down the hatches, like me and Mike have talked before, because there, Mike, we and Mike have talked about the LLC and and everything else like that. I think, like Mike said in the personal one, executing. I think executing on the podcast would be even more, because say we do put advertisement out, that'd be great. Say we do get the uh, the the merchandise out even even better because me and mike can wear that a lot more and you know like mike said word of mouth is better and maybe doing all that by the end of the year you know there's enough of audience from our area where if we had enough money from either clothing sales or if me and mike wanted to put our money together and we went rented out a space and we could do like a live show and be like oh this is the humble live show like we're in here we're just talking about life and everything else like that it could be could be comedy could be great you could come out you know 
Um, I don't, I don't, I know there's a place next to my barbershop where you can rent out stuff and they already have their liquor license and everything else like that. Like that'd be cool where we're just sitting there shooting the shit with y'all and then we can record it and then do that. So like taking our podcast to the next level where, you know, we see you guys are engaging in it and we have uh, over a thousand plays in, in only 50 episodes. So, you know, what happens when, cause we've put our net out. We've done YouTube, we've done this, we've done that. Some stuff has succeeded, some stuff has failed, TikTok, etc. But we're starting to see that our Instagram does well. Um, so we should probably start doing some more reels with that. So like just battening down the hatches and looking at stuff that's working and doubling on it. Um, so I, I completely agree with Mike because so, I love this. This will be fun. Um, and I think we've put everything out there, the feelers out there. And now it's time to consolidate yeah. um, and, and, and putting it on there. So. Perfect. I agree. But uh, most anticipated. This could be, you know, TV show, movie for yourself, things you're thinking about doing, Mike. Uh, what do you What do you got going on? What do you think is your most anticipated thing in 2023? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, we, we kind of get gran- uh, granular about some of it. Like, I'm looking forward to, obviously, uh, the next expansion in uh, Destiny 2. Um, I think Lightfall is going to be absolutely nuts. Um, really excited for that. Um, honestly, just excited for life in general because, like, right now, um, uh, my wife Carolyn and I, uh, we just have a lot of really, really good things going on for us. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what she is able to do in the new year. Uh, she's been working on like a, a startup home based jewelry business. Uh, she's looking at possibly getting back into content creation on YouTube. So just kind of really looking forward to see what happens there um, as far as what's going on for us. Um, For me, personally, I'm looking to continue growing my yo-yo footprint in the the content creator world. Uh, I've been doing really, really well on YouTube over on Throw Lab uh, and on Instagram at Do What's Fun. And just, you know, I'm not definitely never going to be like the the number one yo-yoer in the world. And that's completely okay. That's not my goal. My goal is mostly just to be like, just be like an active member of the community. I want people to want to like learn my tricks. I would love people to want to engage with me, um, you know, offer advice or, uh, you know, just have the kind of open conversation to be able to um, talk more about it and just be more of a recognized face in the community. Got a little pinch of that when I went to the New York State competition this month um, and met some people that knew of me from Instagram, even though I'd never met them before, which I thought was pretty <laughs> cool um, that, you know, my reputation kind of precedes me a bit, which which uh, in a good way. So I think I'm on I'm on pace for that and just kind of looking forward to more of those uh, that kind of stuff in general as I keep pushing my content. Uh, how about you, David? What's what's your what are some of your most anticipated things? Yeah, I mean, um, like Mike said, I guess we can categorize it too. But I am excited for Lightfall. I'm also excited for this Harry Potter thing. I just watched two of the State of Plays. Uh, those videos should be out soon. I reacted to most of it. It's a lot of crap in that, man. I don't know if I'm going to stream it or, or VOD it. I have no idea, but there's so much going on with that. So um, I can see getting lost in that game very easily. Um, and like to piggyback off of Mike, I think for me is creating. Like I, I've taken a break from a lot of, of things. Um, like I did have my clothing line at one point in time and it taught me a lot, um, for like a lot of the mentors I've had and everything else like that. And I, I will always have love for my brand that I made and everything else like that. But I, like I said to Mike and we've been talking like consolidating. 
So like, you know, um, I've made my overlays on, on, on YouTube for my streaming and everything else like that. And now Streamlabs lets you have your own merch out. So you can make merch with Streamlabs and people can buy it through Streamlabs and you have that website. So I think, you know, combining my old brand with me gaming and I don't even just want to be a gaming channel. That's not just what I want to be. I want to be more than just a gaming channel. Uh, I want to be able to have, you know, uh, collectibles. There's, there's, you know, me and Mike talking on there. We're doing scary games. We're doing conventions. We're doing whatever. It ties into Humble Threads because Humble Threads is the umbrella, pretty much. Um, so just creating. So I'm, I'm gonna definitely want to try and make the like merch for myself. And then we got the merch for the podcast and everything else like that. So trying to to spark that uh, that fire back up under me. So. You know, it's going to be fun to see that happening. And even if I do drop limited stuff, um, it, it'll it'll still be under certain things. But I can't wait. Just more creating, more creating and pushing the YouTube um, 170. I almost try it. We're going to see if we can break 200 by the end of this week. But I doubt it. But um, 173 in the past couple of months for a dad who barely has time to game and do stuff is not too shabby. Uh, so, you know, not 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 mad at that at all. But that's my most anticipated y'all. Man, what a year, what a year it's been. Uh guys, you know, I'm about to I'm about to hit the wrap up for you, but we looked at our Humble Threads wrap up um on Anchor for Spotify and there was a lot of information in there that we saw. Um and it's good for us cuz it keeps us pushing and wanting to make more content. Uh, whether it's one of y'all, two of y'all, one or two of y'all, it might have made us a little harder to keep coming here every week. But there's a bunch of you guys who listen, um, whether it's a, a kid who just gets home from school and feels like, you know, no one relates to him or he needs life guidance or something like that. Or just an old person listening to us and they're just reminiscing on their old life and what's everything's going on uh, nowadays. But we looked at that. Um, we looked at me and Mike's picks uh, for he had best yo-yo, which is the the Ghidorah. Um, I had my best collecting item, which is Gundam. We looked at best show. Uh, we both have Stranger Things, My Hero Academia, Jujutsu Kaisen, Moon Knight, Drinkmasters. Best movie, we both had Doctor Strange. Best video games that we played, uh, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. We both had that. Call of Duty, uh, the game, and Warzone, which, which were two separate things. And Destiny. Um, and Mike had Elden Ring and Persona 5. Uh, best beer I had <laughs> Cape May Brewery, which was, uh, listen, get out there and get some Cape May Brewery. You know what I mean? And Mike, of course, had Stickman Brews, the Backwards Sensibility uh, West Coast IPA, which I got to get out there and try it. I got to make some more time. Like, like I said, personal time. I'm going to make some personal time where me and Mike go out. Um, and then we have the Whiskey Bourbon. I have Black Steel. Mike had the Bluebird Distillery Four Grain Bourbon. That is a mouthful. But he says it's delicious, especially for the old fashions. I got to get an old fashioned mixer, man. Best purchase of the year. He had Xbox Series S. I had my new desk. I had best album. Uh, it was Kendrick Lamar, Dreamville's D-Day album, and also Baby Keem's album. And then we had best moments. Mike said his promotion at work, which I'm glad he got. Uh, he was going through some stuff in that other position, man. Let me tell you. But he stuck it out and he did it. Uh, for me, it was having my son being born. Crazy moments, crazy moments. We also touched on our personal goals for 2023. Uh, some personal, like, just being more more time to yourself more me time and as mike said also he's trying to capitalize on more opportunities or just get things done is i guess is the whole thing with that for a podcast to to wrap that up is really just buttoning down the hatches and going full force into this because now we see we do have the audience and we do have the people who want to come in and listen to this so now let's do it um most anticipated lightfall for both of us and then we have harry potter 
Um, and also just creating and I think just doing more things uh, content wise and maybe getting more noticed for us like when we're out and doing things and, you know, having fun. But that is the wrap up. Let's, Y'all. let's go. Uh, come on, gang. If you're here, episode 50, you've been with us this far. Uh, if you haven't already, just take the quick moment, pause the show um, and head on over to your podcast platform of choice. You're probably already on that podcast platform of choice anyway. Um, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the other ones that, that allow you to leave a rating um, and review. Um, we would really appreciate it. Um, you know, and also consider sharing sharing the show with a friend, with your friends, with your families, with your coworkers. You never know who might find something relatable in what we and what we're saying here on the Humble Threads podcast. Because yes, everything you do, uh, whether it's reviews or sharing it with your friends, really helps us reach new listeners. Yes, sir. And people of all ages and sizes, whatever, you know where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram and you can find us on YouTube. We're not, we haven't been that active on YouTube. Who knows? Maybe we might button down the hatch on that one, too, and, and post some more shorts and everything else like that. Because shorts are taking over. Um, so you can find us on those or on any podcast platform you may use. Just be- guys, before we go, though, go ahead, we just wanted to make, make it very clear that this is the end of season two. Um, season two. We'll, we will be we'll take all, next week off uh, and we'll be back mm-hmm. the week of January 9th with season mm-hmm. three yet to be named um, yeah, I don't know. take it away Dave yeah I don't know what it will be we'll see what uh, we might workshop it on uh, on the episode maybe Mike will be thinking about something over the, the week or I will and we'll just be like this is it but I have no idea so we'll see but listen we appreciate y'all happy new year sparklers flying cheering everything else like that fireworks who knows man but listen be responsible be happy and stay humble